0: that you to look great but if you want to stay in shape, well, you, better Jim wits, Jim wits. That's right, man. you welcome to the gym wits podcast i'm ryan george i'm justin guild aka chef sonic and we are the gym wits so yep so it had yep. it, it had to happen uh, we talked about it last week um that you weren't yeah. feeling all that great but uh I uh, you you got you caught the rona yeah yeah i did uh, so did when we talked You were kind of not feeling great But it didn't sound that bad Did it get much worse Or were your symptoms kind of fairly mild it, Are your symptoms fairly mild Because you it, you still have it right Yeah
1: it got worse that night actually yeah. Right that was actually the worst night of the whole time I had a pretty high fever and It was just uncomfortable and Then the next day yeah. I was a little better And um, And uh, yeah it's just been You know Stop and go, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> put it that way since then, like oh, sometimes i'll feel fine, um, sometimes i'll have some some mild symptoms, like for a, for a day or so, like my breathing wasn't comfortable, yeah, even now it's not a hundred percent, and it, sometimes i'm just tired, like yeah. for like for tough it was tough getting up today, and I was just you know i haven't i haven't felt like I've snapped into it you know yeah. all day, so it, it is what it is yeah. it'll run its course. Fortunately,
0: it hasn't been very serious. Yeah. Now, how did you, do you know what happened? Like, do you know what your, the situation you were in? Were you being responsible? Or I was being pretty responsible, yeah. right? I, in fact,
1: it's, it's, it's one of those things. It's so, it's funny, actually.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I have been quarantining. Like, I had not gone out at all. Like, yeah. basically to go shopping and then back home or I'll go for a walk by myself. Yeah. Like I, all the things I wanted to do, like I wanted to go out and see live music or play, you know, things like that, I did not do.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, so my friend said, my friend had just gotten a, a negative test. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a week before. And he was like, all right, I'm going to have a, a, a small dinner party with, with <laughs> basically four people. Okay. Including, so four In, total. Four total. Okay. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, sure enough The guy who In- had Indoors Indoors mm-hmm. Right And sure enough The guy who Threw the dinner party Had the Cove Duh. And Because um, he got it From someone at work uh, okay. And that's a whole other issue I was like it, Like his work It was like It was messed up Like they mm-hmm. They you know people were getting sick but they still had people keep coming in oh, wow. instead of working from home and they wouldn't pay for the or they wouldn't pay for the rapid tests i was like that's yeah, ridiculous that sucks. it's like yeah. it's what kind of a job he um he he works for a company i think that that uh dispatches uh uh trucks and other vehicles okay. yeah so he really didn't have to be there but they just wanted it and and, and everyone in their his office got sick Mm-hmm. And as a result, I got sick. Yeah. So yeah, it, is, it, it is what it is.
0: Did everybody at the dinner party get sick? The other
1: one other person got sick. Okay. So
0: one. So two out of three then.
1: Uh, well, yes, because he added two out of three. Added, now, The yeah. reason why the other person didn't get sick. Yeah. We think is because he actually caught strep throat what yeah uh, there is some evidence that yeah. a virus doesn't like to uh, uh like attach itself to a sick host <clears throat> so he had strep throat <laughs> he might have had strep he got strep throat yeah which wow. i didn't get you know fortunately okay. and, a, and apparently like that's what i've heard i have no clue if there's any truth to it but yeah like a virus doesn't like to attack you know t- uh, you know attack a sick host like, i don't I'm, know Right. Maybe the other way around. Like if you're, a, if you have a virus, then it doesn't matter. But that's what we were wondering how is it possible that this other guy didn't get it? The other, so we thought that that might be it. I have no clue if the science yeah. backs that up. Um, the other, Did he get tested. He's, he, yes, he's, he had a negative okay. test. Yeah. The, the other thing is it's totally possible that he works, uh he worked in food service. So it's possible that he had already had it. Yeah. Could be. And he just had um, his immunity.
0: Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. So uh, now so now when I guess when so this will re- this will release the Wednesday before Thanksgiving um I I'm sure it's up in the air pending a, a a negative test but what are your Thanksgiving plans you typically go to Staten Island right
1: Yeah I'm going to I think I'll be fine by then
0: Yeah right? are you going to be, be back so you'll be back in New York Yeah yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. I think it'll it'll have been well over it'll been over 2 weeks since yeah. my infection I, i've heard i've even heard multiple um multiple accounts of of whether you should or should not get tested again that you could test positive for a, a long period afterwards even if you're not and if you're not you know even if you're yeah not but contagious. are you contagious i mean I,
0: what does your doctor say i I'll, i'm gonna call in and ask yeah I, i'm gonna take a test just because what is it it's take yeah i mean because you're you know you're, especially you especially can be around your parents like yeah of course i would you know do what you know whatever the doctor says so if they're like take yeah. a test you know maybe they're i don't yeah i don't know how that works as far as like at I'm what stage call. are you not contagious even if you test positive and how all that works but especially with your parents being around people now so I guess another question. So you know, there's obviously a lot of controversy, like in New York, um, they're saying no gatherings of more than ten people, um, and you know, which you know is, yeah, you know, I, I think is is fair. It sucks, but um, you know, we're we're seeing such a massive uptick in in cases that we want to, you know, we have to do everything we can to minimize it. And um so, is your family doing more than ten people? No, no. They're, okay, good. So so it's going to be ten. Um, yeah. Yeah, same on my end. Like we're, you know, we're kind of questioning whether it even makes sense to do a get together. My dad doesn't want to. He's yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like, is it is it really worth it? um, Yeah, you know, to to risk it, even if it's a small group, and and all all it depends on where you are. Like, I think in New York, I think the uh, I was reading something like the chances of getting it. You know, if you're in a gathering in New York of less than ten is like thirteen percent. Where if you're in a a gathering of ten, in like montana or somewhere now you know to south dakota or something it's like 50 something percent crazy yeah i mean wow we're seeing um yeah we're not doing too you know yeah if if you're not in the country i'm sure i'm sure everyone in the country not are aware that america is not doing very well (laughs) when it comes to uh containing this virus um the good news is i guess that you know a couple of the vaccine um a couple of vaccine trials um have have shown um you know solid results Except um, that vaccine is is meant for mind control and that's what happens <laughs> when you take
1: that vaccine don't say that some people are going to believe you no i, you. Know, I know, no, I know. uh
0: yeah no but
1: um yeah
0: i mean well, that's if you're, good if you're a news. jim
1: wits fan hopefully you know you probably you, you, you get the
0: yeah well i mean uh, but, we've, we've had a strong anti-anti-vaxxer stance yeah. unfortunately uh <laughs> that you know it, it is you know unf- here's the problem right now and it, it's kind of it's it's a huge challenge so you you there I do find like you, you have your, your full on anti-vaxxers who like think all vaccines are terrible and, and will cite like, you know, the small percent that, that do suffer from side effects. Then there are a lot of people that I know that's what, when it comes to like the flu vaccine, they're just like, ah, I'm not going to take it. I don't know. I don't believe it. It's kind of, you know, and they're, they're kind of, you know, I wouldn't group them with anti-vaxxers, but they're. You know, very skeptical of like the flu vaccine, um, and I think so a lot of people like that are, are 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 skeptical of vaccines, but they're skeptical of big pharma. Is yeah, which is I mean, I group that separately. I think there, okay. there there are people. I mean, look, we're all like we're skeptical of big pharma. You know, yeah. that that's clearly you know clearly they have their agenda and and there are ethical issues, but. I think there are a lot of people who 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 to me it's not the 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 slant isn't like I don't really trust these giant pharmaceutical companies um, that they have my best interest at heart Um, you know because like for me like I'm pretty sure I trust most of the science on all this they you know they go through a very rigorous process now when it comes to pricing and a lot of the other kind of ethical issues I, I think there are problems but I don't. I don't distrust that if they put something to market, that it's going to be, you know, effective, especially if we have a strong FDA to, to regulate this stuff. But um, I think there are people that just separately, they just don't really trust vaccines. And, and I think it, it has less to do with like, you know, the kind of, cause I feel like a lot of anti-vaxxers tend to be like, you know, fall into the conspiracy theorist camp and they'll believe in a lot of, you know, there's kind of a lot of overlap between, you know, those beliefs and some other anti-science beliefs. But I think for, for, a lot of people who are kind of vaccine skeptics that maybe you don't fall quite into the anti-vax camp. They're more, it's more about I think scientific literacy and maybe just not quite understanding, you know, not a a full understanding of of the kind of science of how vaccines work. Um, And so I think the issue now with the vaccine is you you've got kind of three camps you've got the camp that's uh you know that just they're anti-vaxxers they don't want to take any vaccine they don't trust them at all you've got the other group that's kind of like i don't know like i'm not you know i i don't not trust vaccines i you know, obviously we get like the measles vaccine and polio and they're 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 all their vaccines that clearly have done good, but I don't know about the flu vaccine and I don't know about this, like I don't know what the science says. Some people say this, some people say that. Like they're kind of like fall in the middle. And and then and um then you have like the the people who are like, I'm not trusting anything Trump says, which fair, you know. But you know, you you know, with, with any of these vaccines, it's like, look at the, you know, you you can look to the scientific community to tell you you don't have to like think, say, oh well, Trump, you know, it was part of Project, uh, you know, whatever the, you know, Warp Speed, so it can't be good. And so, unfortunately, you have this kind of um, nexus of all these groups that now a, a significant amount of people are are going to be skeptical of taking the vaccine and. Um, that's a problem because if you want, a you know, herd immunity, that's not kind of through spreading the virus, you know, you do need, um, a, a decent percentage of population to take the vaccine. And, and, and from what, everything I see from the two, two companies that have put it out, it's, it's all legitimate. Like, it, it, you know, it doesn't seem like there's, you know, a, you know, it, it, there doesn't seem to be any foul play. It seems like they've gone through the proper you know, process and it's pretty incredible. Like we've never gotten a vaccine, um, you know okay. this fast to market, let alone two. So I, I think they you know deserve to be commended, and I you know I hope that you know obviously we, you know we we hope that we have to hope that the pricing is pro- right. You know, that come on, not, you know that, this that vaccine is, pre- ex-
1: this vaccine has existed since before like it was created
0: at the inci- you know at oh, the inception yeah, at that, of, the, yeah, right? of the coronavirus at the, at the, at the, yeah, yeah, yeah at the same facility that that they uh they developed <laughs> <laughs> the virus is where the vaccine yeah you're right exactly no. <laughs> Um, but, but no, so I, I would just say if anybody's listening, you know, to the podcast, um, you know, y- you can look a lot of this up. These, these look legitimate. Take the, wh- when it becomes available, take it. Uh, I will, I'll be first in line. I have a few friends who are, you know, same thing. Like I said, they're not vaccine skeptics, but they're kind of like, I don't know. I'm not taking it the first time around. I'm going to wait. It's like, well, whatever. I'm going to take it. I, you I, know, think, I will look, gladly I take think the vaccine. Is, like
1: there, there is a legitimate concern that it was, it, that they ha- haven't done long-term testing.
0: Yes, th- so yeah, you're absolutely
1: right. There, so but, that they don't know what the side effects are, and they don't know if there's going to be some issues yeah. with it. So I, that is is a legitimate concern because yeah. vaccines do take years to test yeah. properly. Well, no, you're right. So the there is, is there is, is a
0: concern about that. Um, th- so now again, and I, I don't understand the science completely on it, and I so I wouldn't be good doing good, a good job recalling. it, But that was actually something I did look into a little bit about the vaccines and something about the the specific types of vaccine, like the specific the way they're, they're developed, there is some, there's some promise that there won't be, you know, severe long-term effects, but yes, that is, uh, you know, that is one thing that, you know, if it goes, you know, like they're going to go for an emergency youth authorization. And so, you know, this will be going out soon. We don't know what things look like a year out or two years out. We also don't know, you know, is this something that we're going to need a vaccine for like every, you know, every couple, you know, years or every year or so. So we really, you know, so there is still a lot left um, you know, there's still a lot that we is out up, you know, in the open that we still yeah. need to find out about it. But uh, you know, I would just say, like, I'm going to get the vaccine. I would uh, encourage people to really look into it. Um, I'm not going to get the vaccine and <laughs> get the vaccine.
1: <laughs> but, but, <laughs> no, but honestly, though, what do they say that if you've had it, are you supposed to
0: get the vaccine? I, I would think so. We we don't know at this point to like how long. Um, you know, I I read something early today. It was a brief headline, so I don't. I, I don't really – didn't get take a good look. But that it looks like you have immunity for at least – for more than six months. But we don't know. Like, we don't know. There are definitely – there have been six, six months. Years. That's a ripoff. Yeah. Want, like, no, no, no I'm, not I'm not talking about vaccine. I'm not talking about vaccine. I'm talking about if you get COVID, you have immunity for six months. That's not great. <laughs> that's no, not I great at full, all. That's I why I'm saying immunity. you should probably get the vaccine. So that's the thing. Is like I don't know um, – I you know I'm not sure we don't know this is it's so new you don't know it 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 very well could be like the flu, where every year you know you got to get a new you know a new coronavirus vaccine, um, or it might not we we don't know like we really you know it's it's like we're we're witness, like I've said before we're witnessing science in real time, and I think for a lot of people they're they're not you know that like like in the beginning when it was like don't wear masks wear masks maybe wear masks, you know like that's all stuff that like. People got criticized, like Fauci got criticized for like changing his tune on certain things. But like that's how science works. Yeah. You know, like initially it's like we we said, you know, they were saying no masks, A because um they you know th- with similar things masks um the, a lot of the science showed said you know said that kind of wearing masks does not protect you and also they were saying it because we needed to get the masks in the hands of healthcare workers and we were, there was a severe shortage and then as we started to look into things it's like oh wait maybe wearing masks does help Oh, it seems like if you wear a mask you won't sp- spread it as much oh interesting like you know newer studies that show that wearing masks actually may protect you as well so so you know with anything, all the mask really-
1: manufacturers are like no our <laughs> train is coming to an end i don't
0: know but 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 like you know we we're, we're Witnessing science in real time, sure. and, and with that, our mistakes, our errors, our you know things you know work, things don't. But you know, the, at the end of the day, like there is a vaccine. There are two vaccines, um, and the promising thing. So there was one that was like the earlier one, the Pfizer one. Um, you need, I think, for both you need two shots, which kind of sucks because you know there's a lot of people who are going to get the first shot. And maybe not get the second one. Um, But the Pfizer one, I think it had to be stored at some ridiculously low temperature, which we don't have the infrastructure for, um, which could make things kind of problematic. But then the um, other vaccine, the one that they announced earlier that has, I think it was like a 95% success rate, um, uh, doesn't need that. Um and then speaking of I saw a dumb like i mean, this just goes goes to show like kind of like again science literacy, so I saw a, a dumb like meme that somebody posted, which was like um you know that basically was like, okay, you know the the chances of surviving covid is like i think it said ninety nine point nine six now I'll be charitable and say that's the correct chances of, of surviving it, it seems like the mortality is one percent uh, you know and uh, but what with our treatments or whatever, let, let's just say for the sake of argument that it's 99.5 still going to kill a lot of people um and that's then that,
1: like, yeah if 0.5 percent
0: of everyone in the united states dies that's a, a an enormous yeah so, so but, but but again like you know the principle of charity when you're doing when you're arguing right is you want to give the strongest possible version of their argument so i will give you that like i will give the person that right let's say even though that's not it right and 0.5 percent
1: certainly <laughs> made a big difference in the states where trump lost
0: yeah exactly so, so, so maybe they're <laughs> hoping that
1: those 0. 0.5 people die so that yeah. all the dead voters can, can, can you know can vote, can, in, can,
0: vote again yeah yeah uh, no so so you've got that and then they then under that was the the success rate of the vaccine is 95 percent and they're like i'll take my chances getting the virus yeah i saw and the same, I it's, saw like, the same meme. it's like it's like is it is it is it just so a stupid. lack of understanding of science or is it that I know no, it, but like I, do, people, I think people, people are stupid are, are, are and I'm going to post it. No, and people it was, are
1: stupid is what
0: yeah. it is. I, so it's like, do you not understand that? And, 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 and that's like, that's why Americans can't have nice things. It's, it's like, um, you know, not, I'm not a libertarian, but I've been saying like, we, we, americans couldn't be trusted to be libertarians because we're not responsible enough um but yeah like that's just dumb like it just uh, yeah and so i was just annoyed seeing that Um, it's like
1: it's stupid it just doesn't make sense like only in the mind of
0: a real twit does that you know yeah yeah exactly all right so hopefully you're well uh, we think most of our listeners um you know probably understand what we're talking about and agree uh and if you don't feel free to send us an email and tell us why we're wrong um we're always happy to hear from uh, listeners one way or another sure um all right so anyway i guess uh we'll get off the COVID. so so you're well just to finish so you're on the men right like you you yeah i'm okay i feel i feel bits you know uncomfortable at times
1: um but nothing serious you know fortunately i haven't lost my sense of smell or
0: taste cool so you sent me a text earlier i wanted you to so i didn't get a chance to look at it but um about a new amazon device so why don't you uh, tell me about what, what what this is and amazon like not only are they getting into the pharmaceutical industry now uh but now you're know, fitness, they're, they're just going to do everything amazon yeah gonna they're
1: it. yes yeah. someone put a uh someone put an interesting in an interesting way that that uh bezos is a Like, he's basically like the, the, you know, the Morgan, you know, the uh, J.P. Morgan, you know, or the Rockefeller of today. Yeah. Basically, like, he's a modern-day robber baron. Yeah,
0: pretty much. You know, having these enormous
1: uh, factories and everything and just having people work under him, not always in the best conditions. Maybe he had paid a better wage because of federal standards, you know, than people made back then, but probably not all that much, so. Yeah. So it's just funny yeah. how, uh, yeah, it's just funny how some things change and some things don't. Yeah. Um, so this is an interesting device. Um, a li- once again, a little scary, but interesting. So it's called, it's the, the Amazon Halo. And basically what it is, is it's a band that you put on your wrist. Okay. It might be, even be two bands that you put on your wrist. And w- what it does is it takes a 3D scan of your body. Oh really yeah it'll take a three d scan of your body and it'll tell you what your body fat percentage is or your body your what? mass index oh, wow
0: okay that that's that supposedly very yeah
1: very accurate yeah so that's supposed what it is it's it's more about telling you what it is uh what your you know body mass you know index is rather than something like a fitbit which is How about does it counting measure
0: your body composition like that's so, that's interesting okay.
1: Good question. So it just, it, supposedly it does. That's the, that's the, you know, that's the science, and it says it's pretty accurate. Wow. Okay. So it will remain to be seen. So that's, it is interesting to, that, that it'll let you know, and I'm sure with it, will, they'll, um, if it, so there's, if you have to pay for the band, and then you have to pay for the service. Okay. So it's a subscription service, which you would have to pay for, so that's their, where they're going to make their money, yeah. and I'm sure that if you have it, you're going to be sent all tons of ads for fitness products and diet products and this and that. Yeah. So, you know, they have their, their methods worked out. But there's one other interesting aspect about it, which starts to go in, into, into the realm of, sci- of, like, the science fiction stuff that we would watch as a, yeah. as a kid. It supposedly can tell your mental state by mm. your tone of voice yeah So we'll report back to you how you are your mental health in a way, yeah by measure by it's got some algorithm that figures out your tone of voice, so your mental state must be this, yeah interesting, so there are some there's so there are issues with this, and it could be cool, right yeah I mean, I don't know what information but in the hands of someone that may a not be mentally stable or might have emotional issues could potentially be a little dangerous if it's telling you that you're sad all the time
0: yeah
1: right or that you're anxious or this and that it might cause you to be even more anxious you might be looking at it am i anxious am i anxious like and you and you might start relying on it and assuming that it is accurate right because we don't even know like how accurate this is also with um the the measuring of your body mass index once again, for people that might that have body image problems or maybe even mental health issues associated with body image could potentially be a little dangerous as well if someone who has worked hard to lose uh, you know lose weight and stay in shape, and then they're told that their uh, body mass index is still you know, at a level that is perceived not to be uh, good or up yeah. to their their standard, even though they might totally look good and they might totally be healthy. As we know, some of some of the some of, the, the, some of these, um, you know, um, some of the numbers don't always match up. So yeah, if you're obese, the, we know the odds are that you aren't super. That the odds are that you might not be in the best of health, but you might have a, a, a body mass index that it was not body that, fat percentage sorry body fat percentage not yeah. or body mass what's the difference between body fat percentage and body mass uh, index the body mass
0: index is basically a measure of your height to weight like it's gotcha. a you know height to weight ratio body fat is the amount of fat like kind of a percentage of um body fat in the, uh, that you have in the body so it might you might be told that you have
1: a certain body fat uh percentage which is actually totally healthy but you but someone might read it and say oh this isn't healthy it might lead to more emotional problems so there's some issues that come along with it once again yeah. yet to be seen but as we all know in the hands of certain people information like that could actually be um harmful but it could be yeah. very helpful as well for see, someone I'm, that's looking to get in i'm shape.
0: looking at it what's interesting is i you know I, i'd be curious to see how because it looks like it has so it has an optical sensor um, and it's, you know, I wonder how much different it is from like an Apple watch. And it's, you know, w- the way it says that it does like a 3d scan of the body. I don't know how it actually can do that. Um, and I'm trying to figure out what method I, I got to look into like how the sensor works and how it's able to um, give you a body fat percentage just based on the watch. I'm sure there, it has its, its method. Um, and that works, you know, I, I'm not, So I'm not particularly concerned as much about your, your second issue as far as the, cause you know, data is always going to help with, you know, results Um, for, you know, for most people, data is going to help. And so it's really, it's always about putting that data into, into context. So, you know, when you, when I'm working with a client and and we're going over body fat, um, you know we're all you always you know you have to put it into context so it's you know if somebody's at a a, let's say body fat level that's that's high then especially when you're starting with them your approach is okay here's where we're at and here's where we want to get and so let's work what's our program to get you from point A to point B. So it's not like, oh, you're at a crappy body fat percentage. It's all right, here's where you are and here's the goal and here's the plan to get there. So you're kind of trying to put that, frame it in a way that's not focused on what the body fat is and that it's bad, but on what we need to do to correct it. Um, and then hopefully as somebody improves, you can then say, well, even if it's not perfect or you know, even if they're not at an ideal body fat, it's like, well, here's where you are and here's where you were and look at the progress you've made. So let's keep working so that part isn't as much of a concern because um you know that that's just how every anybody who wants to make progress or you know drop weight or drop body fat or build muscle you're you're always going to start from a place where you're not necessarily you know thrilled with where you're at and so it's about kind of the journey and getting to that goal as more than it is about where you are um and the people people that might be susceptible to kind of um you know, anxiety um, or, you know, frustration seeing the body fat, I think then maybe this isn't good for them to begin with. So you Mm. might need to, you know, not use something like this. So that's not a big concern. The concern more for me is privacy and accuracy. (laughs) So that's what I want to know about how, you know, a, you know, I mean, we're just living in a world where, you know, it's like I have my Apple Watch on all the time and um, it has a lot of similar functions. And like, what is the Apple Watch then sending to Apple? Hell, yesterday I was talking, you know, it's like one of- we've all had this experience of talking to somebody about something, then opening up Facebook and getting an advertisement for that. So like, you know, the, the issue is like always with all this is like privacy you know concerns and does it matter? Uh, you know, or does it not? Who's going to get the information? You know, how does that you know information gets disseminated? Is how do you make sure that it's stored? It's private. Um, you know, things like that. So I think that's more you know one issue, and then the accuracy is another issue because what you don't want to happen is let's say you know if the body fat let's say is if there's a three percent variance, what's problematic there is you know when we're dropping body fat, you're not you 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 the hope is to drop maybe one percent every you know, month or two. And so if it's why, if it's varying too much, then you're not going to see progress in the way that you would hope. Um, and that can be frustrating. Or so you, you can might potentially have, see progress that doesn't exist yeah, either way. So you might have lost 3% body fat and it's showing no change, or you might've gained body fat and it's showing that you've lost. So you do, you know, so that would be more of the issue for me, you know, is, um, how accurate, is is it um because i just don't know how i I have to look into how it's measuring body composition um to figure out if that if it's accurate if it works um you know so it's interesting um and and not unexpected in the world we live and with the success of the apple watch um it would make sense that amazon's gonna kind of jump in um and uh you know just like i don't see myself ever really wearing it because i'm not wearing a second watch and I already use the Apple Watch and it serves my, you know, my purpose at least. Um, but hey, if it helps people, great. Um, just more of Amazon's kind of takeover of the world. So, yeah, I, I have a, um, so, so um, I have a question for you. Yeah.
1: Um, so uh, yesterday I was, uh, I, I, I watched one of my favorite movies as a kid, uh, Robocop. Okay, yeah. Which is funny that I watched that as a kid because of how violent yeah, it is. Yeah, is
0: is isn't right. that insane that we all watched that as kids or it we, all of us that were kids? We and never questioned How it. awfully violent that movie yeah. is. Yeah, and especially if you've seen the
1: director's cut, it's even yeah. worse, right? So the, the question is, while so, something like that is totally feasible nowadays, like we're not that far off, would the idea of, a, of um, you know, robot or, you know, cyborg police officers terrify you? Right, unless assuming they're not programmed to be racist, which is a, yeah. which is a whole, <laughs> right? whole other issue. Yeah, right. Does that like does that concept terrify you? The idea of Amazon creating police officers?
0: Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it comes down to like you know even you take something slightly more innocuous like um, driverless cars, and yeah. that you know they they have to be programmed. You know, they you you have to program into them you know certain decision like how to make decisions. And so I think part of the issue is like, I would like some insight into how, you know, they would make, how they'd make their decisions. You know, I think that's, that's part of the issue. How do you choose, you know, like with, with driverless cars, the thing is like, okay, you know, if you've got a passenger and you're going, you know, you're you're going to, let's say you're, it's driving and it's going to run over people, um, you know, it's kind of like the trolley problem Or you know Something similar Where like, let's say you're, you're driving And there's a, a group of five people That you're going to run over So you can run over the five people Or you can take a turn And crash into like a, a guardrail And you just kill the one driver Like what decision does it make Or even if it's not as You know If it's just You can make you, You're going to hit something Or someone And you got to yeah. choose Which one to you know Hit like So And the same thing It's like how does What's the program like You know What kinds of Kinds of decisions does it make And and Maybe uh, well, you know, the other, you know, it's like maybe it does make better decisions than than humans. I don't know. You know, we, we look at like AI and there's already kind of built in, you know, I don't want to say racism built into AI, but like, you know, a lot of AI has harder times, you know, um, distinguishing black faces. Um, And so how, you know, how do you uh, correct for, you know, issues like that? And just in general, like, I, I don't know, a, a robot police force might make better decisions, might not. I don't know. <laughs> but there is something- I, I don't I, there is yeah.
1: something terrifying about someone you can't reason with, but then yes, honest, yeah, that's true. You can't uh,
0: unless you can reason with it. It's like, yeah, what was the ED two hundred nine? Was that the the yeah know, like, yeah right. yeah? Like, <laughs> what happens when that happens? You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think we're we're a ways off from that, but um, not that far. I don't know about that, but, but I mean, far you, enough.
1: You, you've seen the, the the those um so those those robots that look like Terminators, right? Yeah, they were doing yeah, flips true. and
0: stuff like that yeah, so I don't know yeah uh, yeah well, we'll ho- hopefully we don't have to deal with it uh for a while ho-
1: hopefully so, uh, uh, hopefully we
0: won't have to deal with it in our lifetime, yeah, and judgment <laughs> day is coming so right <laughs> All right so so um you uh you got a study for us uh we have, we have a few studies today, so we have three, and you're going to go over the first one um on intermittent fasting and uh it, it's not a great one yeah, so um let me just i um I just want to
1: find who uh who did the the study. I forgot who it was ah uh, yes so um the study was published by uh, in jaMA internal medicine mm-hmm. and it it took a bunch of people um men and women that were in a wide a- uh, age range that were obese or that were considered uh that were considered um, obese clinically obese and they gave them different diet programs one was a time restricted eating um and the other was just, just um eating on a schedule and they basically found that there was very little difference between the two yeah and that the inner that they well it wasn't intermittent fasting it was time restricted eating and those terms are often used interchangeably yeah. Uh, Even though it's they're a little different, but just for the sake of this discussion, we'll say they're the same thing, and it just showed that that there was no major gains in the or losses
0: (laughs) in the intermittent fasting group. Yeah, yeah. So another one like there's you know all it's it's this is one of those that it's going to be years before kind of the jury's out on it because I think there there's you're plenty of studies that kind of show there's benefits and there are plenty of studies that show that, you know, there's not, I think the one good thing is that there doesn't seem to be a study that shows it's bad, sure. Um but more that, you know, it doesn't seem to be, you know, the, the, the magic pill, you know, that, that a lot of people make it out. to.
1: Yeah. They also showed that it didn't have any, any really cardiovascular benefits either. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, yeah. It's, um, and it's interesting, and it said that the majority of weight loss due to uh, intermittent fasting is basically because you cut out calories, right? Exactly. cut yeah. out a meal calorie restriction. so that the actual fasting doesn't cause, or the, the time period where you're not fed is, yeah. is not what's causing the, the weight loss or the fat loss. Yeah. So um, now, once again, this doesn't mean that it's bad. Right, so if you are right, I I I sort of I do intermittent fasting to an extent. Um, I know Ryan, have you still been doing it? I'm still doing it. Yeah. So if it's a lifestyle that works for you and you're eating healthy and you're feeling good, then great. Yeah. Right. So it doesn't mean don't do it if this plan works for you and you're in if you're healthy and you're. You know and it's it's working, then do it yeah right as long as there's no other reasons why you might why it would not be optimal for you to to do that but um yeah
0: and that's that's for me why it works because like I you know and some of the, i don't I, I'd rather not see studies that say it's you know you, you could do either one because I, I you know then it 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 lessens the the need to do it but um i I definitely find like I just make you know, by, by making, by limiting the hours that I can eat, like, I just, I know that I eat compulsively at night and in the morning, like I just do, I just will eat whatever and more than I need to. And I'll have like double breakfast. Like there are a lot of times where, you know, I would eat, like I wake up before I leave the house, you know, six o'clock I'm eating breakfast and then at like nine or 10, I'm eating another breakfast. And so it's like, for me, it eliminates that extra meal that really is just unnecessary. And, um and to me at night like uh, you know after eight like i find like i'm perfectly fine i don't need another meal there are moments where i'm like a little bit hungry but for the most part like i really don't need to eat again but when i wasn't doing intermittent fasting i would almost always snack on something around like 10 o'clock and it's just unnecessary so um definitely for me it's like i've been able to cut out these unnecessary calories that just i don't need um without you know having a, a really big impact on my life like i'm not eating any you know i'm not missing calories or anything it's just i'm not having like
1: a lot of and what, one what other benefit and i don't know if we we've talked about this especially with the night eating is the uh, the odds are at night that you're not going to eat celery and carrots yeah
0: oh yeah right oh, yeah.
1: what are you going you're going to grab a bag of chips you're going to you know if there if you have some sort of you know microwave processed food that you're hungry, like, oh, let me just toss this in, right? You're not going to make the best decisions then if you're hungry at night, you're going to grab, you know, reach for ice cream or something like that. So yeah, you're not eating, you're, you're not eating carrots and celery at night. Yeah, generally it's
0: not. A, <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: Um, no, and, and that's way, way that it, it is positive to, to not do that night eating.
0: Yeah. So now I've got a couple other studies um, that we'll go over. Uh, one little more directly fitness related. The other one's not, you know, a little bit. Um, so uh, this one is, so I, I guess, uh, you know, when Tony and I had our, um, our debate on positive thinking, uh, this one would have been um, a kind of mark in her corner. Um, so this one is on positive outlook and how it works with like memory decline. So um, this was in the uh, Association for Psychological Science. It was published. Um, and basically, it, it looked at 991 middle-aged and older adults. And they, they did this over three different time periods. So the first one was during 1995 to 1996. The second time period was 2004 to 2006. And the third time frame was 2013 and to 2014. So what each participant would do is they'd go through a questionnaire that would um, – ask them like a range or you go over a range of positive emotions that they might've felt over the past 30 days. Um, And then after that, they would go through a couple of memory tests. So for example, one was they would recall like, so, you know, they would have to recall a word immediately after. So let's say I would give you a word like, I don't know, um, energy and you'd have to recall that word. And then you'd have to recall it 15 minutes later. So you'd have to do it right you know, immediately, which you know, most people can do, and then you'd have to remember it again 15 minutes later. So what they found um, was that memory decline, memory declined with age across the board. But the decline was steeper um, for people who, you know, for the people who didn't have the positive emotions. So that the kind of people who were more positive or who were experiencing more positive emotions um, you know, seemed to retain their memory um, at a better rate. Um uh, so just, I thought it was just interesting because of that that whole debate that we had
1: yeah that no that is interesting although i I can i I, I can tell you something that completely debunks the study is what? that like all the um, you know, uh, uh, all the all the, the Trumpers that are have they have this really positive outlook that he won the election, but they <laughs> seem to forget immediately uh, <laughs> that he lost the election.
0: I was trying so. to avoid, like, <laughs> sorry, I mean, I you know, reference Trump, but I was actually trying to avoid it. No, uh, uh, yeah, but that's not really yeah, positive. No. I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just being stupid. so. Actually, when you think about, it, and this this goes across, like, you know, the board. They're they're angry because they feel that there was fraud. So they're not po- like. A lot of them are positive yeah. he won the election. Well, they're positive he won, but their <laughs> emotional state <laughs> is uh, anger. So it <laughs> actually yeah. doesn't defunct it. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, because yeah. they, they actually feel that um that that it was stolen so yeah there's like the anger they're they're um i guess I, I don't know if they're optimistic or not but yeah, they're positive you won but they're angry that 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 um uh, it it's was a different stole, definition of positive yeah exactly yeah a little bit different uh definition of positive um but now we got our our <laughs> I was trying to avoid it <laughs> we got day. that out of the way Sorry. <laughs> um okay <laughs> yeah. um So, uh, the next one, this, so this actually deals more directly with, uh, people that are probably listening to the podcast. Um, so this is the, so this is looking at the difference in strength and size, um, comparing the bench press to an incline press. Um, so in this one, uh, oh, and I don't, I didn't write down the the amount of people in this study, um, but okay, so but it was untrained individuals, so I you know I know it was untrained people. I don't know, I I didn't write down how many people, um, but they were compa- comparing a regular horizontal bench press um, with an incline. Um, the incline bench was at forty five degree, degrees or forty four degrees, and so what they did is each group, um, so they were, each group did one workout a week uh, over the course of eight weeks. Um, they did four to six sets of the exercises and they did eight to 12 repetitions um, and then they were broken up into three groups. So one group just did the flat bench, one group just did an incline bench, and then the other group did a mix of the flat bench and an incline bench. So basically instead of doing like six sets of incline, they would do three sets of the flat and three sets of the incline at the eight to 12 rep. You know, and when, And the range is of their one rep max. So if your one rep max is you know, 200, um, you know, you're going to do eight to 12, you know, you're going to do eight to 12 repetitions. So it's going to be in the the range of like, you know, 140, 150, um, you know, to do that. Um, So what they found, um, so they, there were, so there were three measurements that they were doing. So they measured basically maximum isometric strength um, of a horizontal press, maximum isometric strength of an incline press um, so they were mimicking the two movements, and then also they they checked muscle size, um, and just to make it specific. Like they checked the size in different regions, but I'm just gonna it, it, pretty straight across the board. So we're just gonna talk about the size of the pectoralis muscle. Um, and so what they found was of the three groups, the mixed group actually saw the most increases in, in strength. Um, now, the, the other two groups saw increases in strength, but the mixed group had a, a, a larger increase in overall strength, um, be it in both areas. So isometric, um, horizontal, and, um, and the incline, um, which is, you know, kind of, I guess, kind of expected. Like you'd expect if you're doing both, um, you know, it's going to kind of help increase overall strength um and so they saw i was a little surprised that like i would have thought that like the you know horizontal press only group would see greater increases in horizontal strength but we didn't see that we saw we saw a mix uh, the mixed group did better overall strength mm. um for size the incline group actually saw the most growth in terms of muscle size. So that was an interesting, that was an interesting one. So, so the incline group saw, they all saw some increase, but the incline group actually saw the most, um, you know, growth as far as size. Now, a couple things to, you know, takeaway obviously from from this is we're looking at untrained individuals, so you you have to consider that that if you know you've never trained, um, just the way the body reacts is a little bit different. So we, you know, there's not a ton to tell from this, but you know, overall, what I, what I think you know the the thing to take away is is va- variety is always going to be king. You know, so if you if you want to build strength, you, you do a little bit of everything. So you're going to have benefits in, in different ways from different things. So you don't want to stick to one exercise or stick to one routine or one program, but actually try different things and that variety can kind of help um overall with your strength and overall with your size but if, if you're a guy that's like hey i'm trying to build a bigger chest um you might want to think about including uh the incline bench press in your program if you're not already doing that
1: now oh, that is interesting cool
0: um all right so those i believe that's it for the studies that we have so we got through all of our studies so um as usual We've got an Ask the Trainer. So, uh, Justin, you will ask the trainer. As usual, uh, if, you, if you have questions, send them to thegymwits at gmail.com. And this one uh, comes from Phil. So why don't you uh, read the question? All right. So Phil writes, help.
1: I'm a, (laughs) I'm a 29 year old male fitness enthusiast. I've been a gym rat since high school. I've always held a little extra weight around the belly, but in the last year, I have made an effort to focus on my diet in the hopes of getting a six pack. I try my best to eat clean and count calories. I've done intermittent fasting and try to make sure that all my macros and nutrients are all on point. I got to the point where I can see the four pack, but I still have this annoying little bit of fat on my lower abs that I can't seem to get rid of. Any advice on what I should do to get rid of it? More dieting, question mark. Surgery, lower ab exercises, please
0: help, Phil. <laughs> wow. Uh, all right. Uh, well, I'm going to test you, Justin. What, what, what's, your, what's your answer um, before I, I I'll, I'll take it over? Um, surgery. <laughs>
1: Like if you want the surefire way to remove it Just have it surgically removed Although I, I don't know if it's the healthiest way to do it But it is a
0: way to do it all right um all right well the the bad news uh first uh is justin might be right but, but but there's a lot of as usual um you know without all the data and all the information about this person their body composition their diet um you know their exercise history um i can't give a you know a specific specific answer but i can kind of broadly um give you give you an answer based on my experience um and working with people so uh, you know, so, so bad news first is you can't spot reduce. Um, this is, you know, we, we've known this for a long time. Anything you read or hear that says like target body, you know, target belly fat or target, you know, arm fat or back, whatever it is, if they're telling you this, you can spot reduce, right. You know, full stop. Like it's BS. Like you can't, you just can't, um, you know, it's, it's nearly impossible to say I'm going to lose fat in this area. Like, uh, you know, we, our body figures it out without our, our, conscious intervention um, where we're going to lose fat. So, so whenever it comes to like wanting to lose fat from a particular area, um, you're always going to have to kind of play the game of losing body fat um, by whatever method um, you you need to take to lose it. And just hoping that your, your body, you know, chooses to lose it from the area that you want to lose it. So that's the kind of first part of is like kind of the bad news. So, now what can you do so if you're if you're trying to lose body fat um there what are the components well one component is just genetics right so like again like i said you you know it's kind of it's built in where you're going to lose body fat as you lose body fat so you you don't have much of a choice uh, over on that in that way um there's diet so you know your diet will play a role in in how you lose body fat um there's exercise. So the type of exercise um, you do can play a role as well. Um, And then you also have issues like, you know, hormone imbalances, sleep, stress, inflammation that all potentially could could play a role. So, you know, let's kind of tackle them all. And, you know, so first, okay, so genes can't really do anything unless you get surgery, like Justin said. Um, You know, diet. So you very well might be doing some great stuff with your diet. My recommendation would be um, if you feel like you're doing everything you can nutrition-wise and you're, you're still not seeing the results that you want, maybe consult with the registered dietitian and see if there's something you're missing. I think there's so much information out there. Um, that we've talked about this often. If Tony was here, you know, I'm sure she would agree that there are plenty of situations um, where people think that they're eating healthy or that they're doing everything right, and they're just not you know maybe some guy that they they trust told them something and they believed it, and so they think they're eating healthy. Uh, maybe they read an article, you know whatever it is there's plenty of of examples of of diets and, and things that that you know people think are healthy but just aren't and and maybe even doing more harm than good so um if you feel like you're doing everything with nutrition and it's not working again seek out some help and see, you know, cause we could tell you, you know, you know, obviously eating clean, lots of fruits and vegetables, green, you know, lots of greens, um, staying away from, you know, a lot of fat staying away from oily, oily foods, um, you know, getting good protein, um, you know, the, that's all, all good, you know, all good stuff. But at the end of the day, like you, you might need a dietitian to look at what you're currently doing and, and help you kind of come up with a plan that might work better you know, for this. Um, So then there's, you know, things, okay, so like sleep and stress, um, you know, as much as you can try to get, you know, seven, eight hours of sleep a day, um, as much as you can, you know, try to, try to manage your stress. If you find that stress is an issue for you, you know, look into ways to, to deal with that. I mean, you know, and again, this is a very person specific thing, but stress can play a big role in, in how, you know, how you, um how your body deals with a lot of this stuff. So, so those are two things that I would say to look into if you're not um, staying hydrated is always going to be an important thing. Um, And then is the exercise. So, um, as we talked about earlier, when it comes to um, you know doing exercise, variety is important. So if you find that you're, you're plat, you've plateaued or you're not getting the results you want, you might want to think about doing something different. So if you're a big cardio person, um, especially if you're a big cardio person, resistance training can help. So the way that resistance training actually helps with belly fat, and again, it's an, it's indirect, but the more muscle you have, the more calories you burn at rest. And so the more calories you burn at rest, the more you're just burning body fat as you're, you're interacting with the world day to day. So you might want to think about really increasing resistance training just to build, putting on a little bit more muscle will just increase the rate that you're burning calories. So that might be something to think about. Um, If you're currently doing resistance, then try to think about some new exercises or new routines. Try, you know, just work on try something new try something different um uh, high intensity interval training you know is is like intermittent fasting is all the rage right now and there's plenty of studies um you know that that show it as being something really beneficial there's some studies that say it's not much different from anything else but if you're not doing um high intensity interval training um highly recommend looking at that as something to possibly do i i do it i love it it's a great way to work out and again it's a a great way to kind of shock your system um other thing I'd say going back to the diet, um, like we were talking about, is um, just making sure that you're at a deficit. So if you're trying to lose some body fat, that you're, you know, whatever calories you burn day to day, and this is, again, something you can work on with a dietitian, but that you're slightly lower than that so that you're burning some more calories day to day. So um, yeah, like that, that is one of the common issues that people have is getting with that little extra layer of lower ab abdominal fat. Um, in some cases it's doable. In some cases it's extremely hard. Um, so you kind of have to also consider like, you know, what you've done, what things you've changed. Um, and if, if it's just not working, um, you you do have to think like, what's the cost benefit of this? Like, is how much is it really worth it to you? If you're, if you have aspirations to be a fitness model, then you're gonna to have to. You you probably will be willing to go to certain extreme measures, whether it be it the diet, exercise, or surgery route. Um, and if you're just doing it because you want to look good at the beach, you know, then that's a consideration that you have to make. Is it worth the the effort, the pain, the suffering um, that it might take to get rid of that little bit? Um, uh, you know, so yeah, those are just things to consider. Um, I, I wish I could have a. I wish there was a great answer. I'd be a rich person if I had a simple answer, but I don't. Um, and anybody that tells you they do is is lying uh, and trying to swindle you. So just kind of think about that. Um, but. You know, thanks, Phil. Um, you know, it sounds like, you know, the, the help was hilarious at the, at the beginning of the email. It doesn't sound like you're in that bad of a situation. Um, so, well, so no, no, just, Phil's
1: in, in, a, in, a, in a great situation. Yeah. He's like
0: in great shape. Yeah, it's he's he's like, like I'm in great
1: shape. I just have, I have a four just pack. Tri- I just have, he's yeah. trying to lose like a little bit of uh, <laughs> fat. And look, it's difficult. Like, if you're, you know, g- genetically, if, that, if, if you're not supposed to lose that, your body doesn't want you to, it's going to be tough. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, also, do realize that having that extraordinarily low body fat percentage is not always the healthiest thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. You, well, like, we're meant to have body fat, Anna. Yeah. So it sounds like you want to basically obliterate all your body fat, 3% <laughs> body fat or something like that. <laughs> right. It's not always the healthiest thing. So do consider that. I know that yes. when you're, you know, when, when you're young, that things like your aesthetics are very important right and they are and they, they should always be but to 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 what end now you mentioned you're a fitness enthusiast and not a professional so if it, it almost to me it almost sounds like to get to this point you would you would almost have to like jump into the realm of being a professional um somehow pro, a professional in fitness yeah. right or you might have to become like a bodybuilder to like you add a ton of muscle mass or something like that or dive it or, or become like a professional crossfitter or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, it would be you might you might need to take extreme measures in order to to get rid of that that body fat and you have to you have to really decide whether it's whether it's worth it to, yeah. to have that what what that would mean for your life.
0: Yeah. So that's it. I mean, it, anything with all this, it's always like a calculus of like what the, you know, the cost you know, co- or cost benefit kind of analysis.
1: One thing um, I don't recommend is um, is taking any drugs, right? Be it either steroids to help you build muscle mass or weight loss pills or something like that. I, you know, yeah. it's just that that would not be the Jim Wits, uh way. Yeah. Of, or, or highest recommendation to try to lose that. Yeah,
0: I would agree. I, again, a little bit to an ex to, to the extent that it it, it okay so i generally okay take a little bit of steroids <laughs> uh, i don't i have never done it <laughs> outside of when i when i had alopecia on my chin and they gave me steroids for like shots for a few weeks but, but, that's, but not, um, that's not that's not no no i'm, I'm, I'm yeah I was it's always funny when someone's like have you ever taken steroids well well i did get injections in my in my all chin steroids if ever you've but, rubbed cortisone
1: on your yeah. body you've
0: taken a steroid. no so okay again it it's cost benefit. It's a, you know, risk. So basically if, if, if he's, I, if he wants to be a fitness model or a bodybuilder, sure. Take all the steroids you want. Like you under, like do your research, understand the risks and reward you know the risks of it but look if your goal is to get into fitness modeling or into bodybuilding like you're probably going to have to do it so who am I to say don't do it you know so I'm just saying like if you're the if you're an average person like you know just kind of look you want to be fit yeah you probably don't want to do it It doesn't make any sense like unless you're again unless you have a doctor or somebody who can really guide you through it properly it, it it doesn't make sense to do it just to kind of look good, but if you're if it's a career choice or career path, then yeah, you, you know you have to understand the risks that come with it, and and again try to do it in as safe a manner as you possibly can. But you know, so that's why I'm saying like I don't want to say outright, no, it's not the gym with weight. Don't do it. It's like no, you, if you want to, and it's legal. Uh, well, yeah, or or you well, it's not really legal anywhere um, to do it. Um, without you know unless you're under doctor supervision, but you know, look, if, if you want to do it and it's for your career, that's a lot different for me than if you're again, you know, just, you want to look good at the beach. Makes sense. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Remember
1: you'll grow your muscle. You'll you'll grow some
0: parts of your (laughs) bodies and shrink others. Just, Just consider that. All right. Well, at that, <laughs> if you have a question, send them to the gymwits at gmail.com. Um, we love answering your questions. Uh, you know, again, the more we get, the more we'll answer. Um, so thanks again, Phil. Um yes, we'd well, we love to hear him. from you. All right. Well, uh, that's it. Um, anything else to share, Justin, before no, we uh, sign off for the day? No, I think that's it. Yeah, we've been, been consistent. Uh, I think this is week four in a row um, yeah. that we've recorded. Um, so I guess that's it. As usual, um uh, you know check us out, <clears throat> the uh, check out our social media, we're you know, Instagram, Facebook, and all that good stuff. Um, and definitely send us feedback, rate us, review us if you can. Um so that's it, I'm Ryan George. I'm Justin Guild, aka Chef Sonic, reminding you that truth does not sell, and boy, have we seen that in recent times. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, and <laughs> we are the Jimwits.